Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Tuesday morning. We had to uh, go get Ned uh, out of uh, the lake with the canoe this morning. I had to go find him, and he was still swimming, clutching to his life raft after yesterday's monsoon. Um, but luckily, we got him in, uh, get him inside, got him dried off, and now we can talk about tennis. Uh, dried off is in relative terms. <laughs> On the outside. He's outside. He's outside dry. Overwhelmingly in her favor. Had to feel a little sorry for her opponent, a 27-year-older from Montenegro named Danka Kovinic. And Danka's a good player. Not great, but a good player. Serena simply had too much of a serve for her and, and does win it in straight sets. Did make some errors, but then again, it's tennis and anything can happen. But the crowd, which probably was in the neighborhood of 15, 16, 17,000 fans in New York to see her because it might have been her final match, was just overwhelmingly raucous and really gave the other player no chance at all in the competition. But Serena did win and was impressive and got all the TV time and so forth and so on, as she should. Uh, she may be around to win the whole thing. She was playing fairly well last night, so we'll see what happens in her second match coming up on Wednesday, but Serena's still around and still playing. It's great to see it, and I know you're happy there's nothing but tennis on every day for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Uh, You know, when it comes to uh, longevity in the NFL, um, there's only a couple positions that you really can be to get paid and, uh, you know, enjoy a long career, and that is, of course, kickers, you know, punters, coaches. And backup quarterbacks, for the most part. Garoppolo just got himself a payday. And I have to admit to you, I'm a little bit surprised. Not that the 49ers chose to keep him. He's a terrific backup. My God, he was their starting quarterback for years. But to take a second role to Trey Lance, a youngster coming in, that's a, that's a blow to the ego. But by the same token, the reworked contract is going to be pretty good for Garoppolo. And he figures, hey, I'm here with the 49ers. They're a contending team. You never know what's going to happen in pro football, so why not uh, Why not hang on? Uh, there have been instances in which quarterbacks have been around 12, 13, 14 years carrying the clipboard. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, if you don't want to mess up your body, you don't want to mess up your mind, and you still want to get paid, he figured out a way. Screw the ego. I mean, he just has to show up. Well, that's, that's the point right there. And you miss the offensive linemen. There are many who were around for years and years and years playing in the O-line. After all, they only when you when you boil it down to the numbers of actual minutes of contact, it's very little. But they're out there out there getting paid because they are a necessity. So yeah, you do run into QBs, kickers, O-linemen. It's a, it's an interesting profession. But yeah, Garoppolo will stay with the 49ers as a backup. Wild stuff, man. All right, so. Um been kind of rumblings going on about uh, unionizing minor league baseball. Your thoughts on that, well, sir? Well, for a number of years, yeah. uh, Major League Baseball and the players were adamantly opposed. They say, hey, the minor leagues are there. They're there to get well. You're not going to get rich. I think some of the players <laughs> earn as much as $400 a month playing baseball. So obviously they have to have other jobs. Well, the major leaguers had other jobs for many years. Well, the complaints have become a little bit more vocal and louder in the last several years. So now Major League Baseball has said, you know, we might ought to investigate this a little bit. So they have the minor league players. And the way it works is if 30%, 30% of all the minor league players say, hey, yeah, we'd like to consider unionizing, then the petition will be presented to the National Labor Relations Board. 
and an election will take place. Now, does the election mean that they'll have the union? Well, it's got to win first. But it is possible that the minor leaguers could be unionized, and that does present a slightly different circumstance. It wouldn't be the same as what the major league players have, and it would be conducted separately. But it would gain them perhaps a little bit better wage. They're playing for pretty low wages right now and maybe some better conditions. I know the minor leaguers would love to fly to games instead of taking those horrendous bus trips, but then again, that's incentive to get out of the minor leagues. It is, and it's also a development thing, but you also have to have some sort of revenue source. So my fear is that they do this, they go down this road, some of these teams that get really low attendance and aren't making that much money, they're going to face some serious uphill battles. Well, yeah. Mike, that is right. The St. Louis Cardinals own the Springfield Cardinals, and that is a rarity for a major league team to own the actual rights to a minor league team and own them and govern them like that. Most of the minor league teams are owned by private individuals, but they're private for a reason because they have a lot of money. So uh, there probably are a few circumstances in which you've got to walk a tight line, but most of them can afford it, and most of them are very happy with paying their players $400 a month. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Albert Pujols getting closer and closer, my guy. I mean, what, we got, what, five left? Six left? Six Six left. Oh, my God. He did hit number 694 last night, and you knew this was going to happen. He may hit a lot more this week and the next week. He he may break it. He may get to 700 home runs uh, in in the next uh, few days because the Cardinals are playing just awful baseball teams. Cincinnati Reds are really wretched. They are a bad ball club. And the uh, Chicago Cubs and the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Washington Nationals all on the schedule here in the next week and a half. Hey, they have pitching staffs that are double-A level. And Albert, if he's allowed to play, and I think he will be against left-handers, certainly, he can get in there. Well, he did hit number 694 last night, and it's kind of a a mixed emotions. The fans of Albert want to see this happen, but it came off an old buddy of ours, Ross Detweiler, who was back, oh gosh, 14 years ago, the number one draft choice in Major League Baseball by the Washington Nationals from Missouri State. He's one of the Bears' all-time greats, been around for 14 years, now playing out the string because Ross is in his mid-30s now, and he gives up a record home run. And what is the record? Well, the home run that Albert hit off Detweiler last night made Ross Detweiler the 450th different pitcher, and that breaks by one Barry Bonds record. 450 different pitchers that Albert has homered off of, and Ross goes, <laughs> goes into the record books as number 450. I'm sure he's not very happy about that. <laughs> no, but at the same time, I mean, uh, it's nice to be attached to something in the record books. Even well, if it's considering not the fact it. that Ross is from St. Louis and came down here to play for the Bears and was a great pitcher down here with the Bears, a number one draft choice yeah, yeah. by the Washington Nationals, terrific uh, pitcher and all that. Grew up as a Cardinals fan. Oh, yeah, he did. You think he, you think he kind of just threw one in there for oh, him? No, 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 no. That I he assure is, you did it, not it happen. Mine. No, He's going, you no. know what? Uh-uh. Screw uh-uh. it. Come on, Al. I got you, bro. <laughs> Why not? All right. Uh, 48 for officer now. The uh, Missouri State Bears open up their regular season on the road. Is that right? They are in Conway, Arkansas, and that'll be Thursday night. And playing the University of Central Arkansas. This will be the fourth time they played in the last two years. A couple of the game first two were back-to-back in the same year, brought about by the pandemic. Uh, Central Arkansas is a good program. The Bears go in as a six-point favorite, and they are very optimistic about this team. 
I just hope they haven't been overhyped. I don't think they have been. The Bears are number eight in America on the national scale of FCS or Division I AA teams, and they can play. They can. They have a good quarterback. Quarterbacks are a leader, and Jason Shelley, who will be doing the QBing for the Bears, is a very fine player. So the Bears are really anxious to play somebody else other than themselves, and that will be the case on Thursday night. And then the grind begins, and it is a grind. Those first four games are really going to be tough. They are going to be tough, and but you know what? I like the Bears' chances this season, and uh, I think they've got a really good foundation to build upon. All right. Royals and Springfield Cardinals are going to be uh, under the lights tonight. Is that right? Royals will be in Chicago. Uh, take on the Chicago White Sox. Team that's going to play quite a bit here down the stretch. And the Springfield Cardinals are home, opening up a two-week stand, and this is their final home stand of the year. But it's a big one because the Springbirds trailed the Wichita wind surge by five games in the standings, and this is for a berth in the playoffs. And that's the team they're playing, the Wichita wind surge, beginning tonight, six-game series, Monday, uh, Tuesday, I should say, through Sunday. Should be very interesting. I really feel like Springfield has to win, I'm going to say, four of the six to be significant in the playoffs. A split with this team leaves them even up with only about 12 games remaining in the season. So let's see if Springfield can come up with it. They're certainly capable of doing that because they do have some good bats in that lineup. They absolutely do. Well, uh, like we keep saying, if you want to see some baseball in town, you better get your butt in the seats. The rest of the week's looking nice so you can enjoy some baseball. Ned, I'll see you tomorrow, sir.